1: Dot biz.
2: All right, welcome everybody to Tedious. I believe this is 1006, 1005, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm here, I'm with Warren and Alex, Jesse is out, he had to take care of some business today. So we're doing the show. Welcome everybody. How's it going? Hello. Good morning. Doing well. So, uh... We're going to check in with Warren first thing and, and talk about the protest on Saturday. I, of course, saw the whole thing already. And those of you that saw the uh, those of you that saw the live stream, which I think the footage is still up on Odyssey, if you want to watch it, um, it's a lot of people yelling the Wine must resign" many, many times over. But there was some good rhetoric, some good speeches that you guys gave. I was I was impressed with our uh, our junior guy, our new guy that we we're bringing up to be a to be a microphone yeller uh
0: oh carson yeah, yeah he, carson he, he, was he,
2: great too yeah
0: he did great yeah he uh, oh they've already chased out one of the drag queen story hours out of or what was it the drag drag show at the at the brewery there in tennessee the tennessee guys man there they are great yeah tennessee guys are fantastic i love i and it just it's confirmation bias for me i've always loved tennessee tennessee is like my favorite so southern, we had a, a
2: yankee dixie day of unity because we did we had Tennessee guys coming to Ohio and then we had our Atlanta guys go out front of the offices of Norfolk yeah. Southern themselves uh and, and protest wearing hazmat suits. I didn't I didn't know they, they were, were gonna do that, them. but that was that was some local some initiative. Of them were- that was still pretty good though
0: south carolina and uh a couple yeah. other i mean i i don't know where all the states but that was like a deep south njp thing so yeah uh south is is the south is rising again <laughs> well think about <laughs> it NJP i mean NJP think about colors. this because <laughs> of
2: white unity because of white solidarity you had southern guys going out and saying justice for ohio yes kind of remarkable thing it's a remarkable, remarkable thing, thing. yeah uh, and, yeah. yeah, that was our first time we did two protests in two locations, uh, which, again, shows that we're growing in strength and the ability to coordinate these things.
0: And then Patriotic so, Alternative does this 400-person. That was impressive.
2: I, I, I'm, I'm just
0: like, you know, come on, Mark. Like, what are you trying to do? Make us look bad. <laughs> well, here's,
2: here's the thing, though. Like, there's a very different situation in Britain. I know. One, in Britain, people – white people live in cities. Yes. And it's a much – more urbanized and closer together country like there's more cities and they're closer together i mean there's more cities in america but you know it's more densely populated in britain and the whole of britain when you could drive across it in from you know from like the top from scotland to london you could probably drive in like 12 hours or something like that like it's not very you know it's the whole thing is yeah. kind of small relative to america where you know for us, it's like everybody that wants to come out to one of these is they're driving like two, three hours, maybe five, six hours. You know, it's a day of travel at yeah. least for almost everybody because everyone's so spread out. America's very sparsely populated, except in big they, cities.
1: Patriotic alternative, did a four hundred person uh, protest.
2: Yes, they yes. did an anti-migrant yes. protest, and they have four hundred people. It was a, it was like a rally. It was an yeah, actual. It was public. Rally. It wasn't. Had, it wasn't yeah. just a, It wasn't an event. It was. It was public. It was in a park. It was amazing, and no Antifa showed up. Uh, I don't think they had a fight with the cops. I'm sure cops showed up to stand around, but I don't think they had an altercation with them. And the other issue is that that housing issue is really hot right now yes. in In both Britain and in Ireland. And they're kind of feeding off of each other. It's like hel- finally healthy competition between British and yes. Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was pretty impressive that they actually had 400 people out there. And
0: they weren't all like – they were, they were townspeople. They were like the people came out from what I saw. It wasn't It wasn't like 400 uh, patriotic alternative activists, but
2: – Right. No, they've uh, been you know, they, doing they, they, this also, a lot recently. They have rallies. Yeah. People come out to them to see Sh- what's going on. Are you sure there,
1: were, there weren't more than that? Because I know, I know what they're, they're – uh, they have a lot of members. They're, 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 they do. This organization has got like 16,000 people that are members, and I think it's got 500-ish that are
0: activists, probably more now. Well, they, they – uh, <clears throat> The Patriotic Alternative, I think they were – I feel like with some things they're like a year ahead of us. They started a year before we did, didn't they? I mean I know Patriotic Alternative was around for like a year or two before the NJP. For a
2: while it was just a few people leafleting and then it seems like they they blew up. It it blew up and yeah uh, yeah, and uh,
0: it's – I have to say it's so cool to see the English-speaking countries finally Mm – this stuff happening because yeah. that that was the weakness in the whole and and that's really where it you know i saw somebody talking about uh hungary um when when striker and i when we did the strike in mike striker was saying how um hungary needs to just dump uh nato and 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 side with um with russia and china and uh, you know, I pushed back on it a little bit. I know, like, the geopolitics there. And then there was a, the Hungarian guy who was posting in the comments, made a big post about why Hungary shouldn't do that. But he he, he made one good point. He said, what, what Hungary is waiting for is for you guys in the U.S. to get your shit together and get things done, you know, there in the U.S. Not just Hungary, but, like, the whole rest of, of like, the smaller countries in Europe. As we shake things up here... That's where the opportunities will really come for the the smaller countries in Europe. Uh, but, yeah, I think the thing that's happening in the U.K. right now, and they're worried about it because we know yeah. they just banned Patriotic Alternative. I don't know. Is the Nationalist Party in, uh, in Ireland, are they banned from Twitter? But Patriotic Alternative just got a blanket – well, while we were recording the show, Mike, last a blanket ban on everything. Um, yes. They're scared.
2: Yeah. yes, and they were saying it was because like Jordan Peterson retweeted a viral tweet or something like that. I don't know maybe, but maybe I don't think Jordan Peterson necessarily knew what he was doing because oh. he doesn't usually know what he's doing, but um but yeah, no, it's pretty impressive that they are how fast they're growing and in this housing issue, this migrant housing issue, if the you know the migrant crisis actually has kicked back, it was calmed down between right. about 2017 and and 2020 and really 2021 even. The migrant crisis had had been dialed back by the European states. They had been like, "Okay, we've had it. We've taken it enough. It's caused enough problems." Because there was those big Pegida protests and all that stuff going on in like 2015 and 2016. That shit all got you know brushed under the rug. They they kind of started to try and, and like so called integrate these people, but now they turned the spigot back on. In 2022, they the Jews turned the spigot back on, and there's been a million asylum applications in europe this year or in 2022 there was a million asylum applications in europe so like and and of course the the housing issue in the hotels i mean it's actually kind of a ready-made issue to to go and and protest because it's like any hotel where you find out that this is happening you can go and locals will come out and stand with you because they're pissed about it um you know, and and again, it's just there's there's just features about America that make it so much more difficult to organize. One being just like the separation of people, uh, the atomization of people, which is I think more advanced here, probably even than in Britain, where they they actually still have white people that live in urban areas. Oh, they still have town squares. They have yeah.
0: town squares. That's something that I'm always like sort of spurking out about. Is uh, when you go to any country, any con- country I've been outside the United States, you have. Plazas, you have fountains, you have statues, you have like the town square where it's like the public space. And it's just something that has been eradicated from i mean You
1: have pubs, you have pubs, other things. Yeah. You don't have pub culture here.
0: Yeah. At least not for the most part. Yeah. I feel like these are all copes for why Patriotic Alternative did a 400. But it is. is I know. I I say they're
1: highly organized and they're very (laughs) intentional in what they do. I've talked to Laura uh, before. It's a cult, like they but it's they also have true. they they know what they're doing. They have a plan, yes. and they
0: yes. they yeah. go about executing that plan. They've got a lot of experience too. I lo- I love it. I love it, and it's 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 one of these things where I'm just in total admiration. And I know we're going I know, in spite of all the separate institutional hurdles we have in the United States, this is the direction we're moving in.
2: And and it's yeah, the we'll direction get, to, we'll have that eventually too. I mean, we already have that yeah. many people privately will show up. So now we gotta yes. just get over the next the next hump. Yeah. So, yeah. And and look, we shouldn't really count ourselves short because we are having the biggest ma- uh, white nationalist events that have been in in America yes. in, since the 30s probably. Yeah. Since like since the war, I think. I don't know. I don't know anyone else who's managed to get like 450 <laughs> white there nationalists. There might have been
0: some stuff. There might have been some stuff in the civil rights era. There were some, but it's not yeah. it wasn't quite like this. Uh and not with the sort of uh I don't want to say ideological, but just kind of the world view coherence that we have with yeah. our guys. That, that's something I think there were some big tent, um, you know, protests and events that people came out for well, Confederate stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. Charlottesville. Yeah. That was, that was about a thousand people, but, uh, but for one organization and, and meetings and, and again, these mass meetings, it, it's important for people to understand who haven't been around the white nationalist movement for years. Uh, to put on a mass meeting like that multiple times a year—that's something new, also, that we've been doing. Um, the, all the old organizations of the past—they would have like one big event in a year, yeah. You know, and a lot of them still do. And the, those events would not attract the numbers that we're that we're getting. And we're the quality of people, I have to say. If you've been around, the quality of the people just—I know we yeah. keep saying it, but it's absolutely objectively true. It just keeps keeps going. Thing-
1: about patriotic alternative is there is no alternative to patriotic alternative in Britain. They have conquered that entire market, so to speak, or region. Yeah. However, you want to conceptualize it, there are no other groups
0: that are competing or vying for their membership at this point.
2: Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mark is Mark and Laura are very, very formidable. I have to say, uh, it's just, uh, and Mark brings all the experience from the BNP. And like I said, that was my big inspiration, Alex, when I first got into this stuff in like 1999. We went to a couple of, I know Mike knows this story, but we went Dad and I went to a couple of American Friends of the BNP meetings. And at the time, Nick Griffin was up and coming. And that's when I first heard of, when I was following things over there, I first heard about Mark Collette. He was a real young guy then. But uh, I... At that time, I I thought Nick Griffin. I was looking around at America, and and you know the, the alliance was still around. Pierce was still. I mean, Pierce was right down the road from where we live. We would see him from time to time, but I thought that the model that the BNP was following around 1999 was the model to go. It was like a it was like a modern put together political party. It wasn't some kind of you know intellectual group or cultural group or something like that. It was a modern political party with just clean cut, cool guys, great speakers, but they were very radical, you know, and then over the five years after that, five or six years, um, they watered down their ideology, they had a number of problems and the whole thing fell apart, but That was my inspiration. I remember thinking, like, I want to be like this guy, Nick Griffin, at that time, you know, in 1999. So Mark carries with him all the experience from the great organizing. They used to do this festival, the Red, White, and Blue Festival, I think it was called. It was this huge open-air, like – you know, out in the country, tents and music and everything. So uh, Mark is bringing all that experience to what he's doing. Uh, so it's yeah, it's great. And it's it's fun to just we are all like looking at each other, kind of learning like, oh, wow, you did that. I think yeah. the protests, um, mm-hmm. Sam uh, Laura's husband, um, I think he was inspired – he's credited some of the protests that the NJP did early on there for some of the protests that they've the, – the, the style of protests that they started doing where they're getting out with signs and bullhorns. Yeah, they and, went
2: from like zero to this very quickly. Like, yes, very they quickly. did. Because I remember yeah, when they were
0: professionali- doing – They're professionalized. They also,
1: they, they appeal to families. They appeal to a broad spectrum of people. You're yeah. not doing like this militant activism, or you and your little band of warriors go out there and you march around. No, no, that's not how they do it. They do right. it more and n j p to to the credit j p is also following the same kind of model of doing protest where you have a large swath of people. It's not just one little band
0: it's it's representative of a cross spectrum of of society yeah. Yeah, we can get under the skin of neoliberalism because there's certain things. Uh, one of the things we were talking about, Alex, and, and actually Stryker and Mike were talking about this on the stream, is that the, the protest we did this weekend is yeah, the kind of thing. About this, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about this. Let's it's not kind do of th-
2: content about content. Let's just like do. The OK, content, right?
0: yeah, 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 yeah. All right. OK, <laughs> uh, that is the kind of protest that the left would have done 20 years ago or 15 yep. years ago. And yep. they are totally AWOL. They are gone. They are, they are absent. And, they didn't even, uh, it didn't even occur to them. It didn't even,
2: I, it didn't I even occur to them. I
1: the other day was asking, what happened to the anti-war left? Where did they go? Because
2: they just don't Dude, exist. That's anymore. been yeah. a question that people have been asking for <laughs> 10, 12 years now. Yeah. They're well, vanished. The, the fact is, they never, it was always fake. Yes. Anti-war left was always fake.
1: Yes. And there, there's no like leftist vanguard anymore. That doesn't exist.
2: No, no, that's purely negative. There's only Antifa and Antifa has been for the most part uh rolled back or just d- disassembled and uh they don't have any Antifa is blackpilled. They don't have any people anymore. What what would they, have been the leftist so, intellectual
1: vanguard has now been siloed off. Like they've actually been yeah. turned into prize themselves. And
2: everyone hates them. Like people hate them like, people would react far and more negatively to Antifa than they would to us. Yes. By oh, far. yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, even knowing who we are. Like, the right. only people that react negatively to us are Antifa. They are. Yes, exactly. And they don't uh, even show up anymore. They show up, like, one or two at a time. And it's, like, yeah. someone that just didn't get the memo. They're not organized. I mean, shit. We were in Akron. We were down. We were a block from an anarchist book fair. They didn't come fuck with us. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but I wanted to talk about um your experiences. I wanted you to talk about your experiences there, and also particularly when we, you actually went to Mike Dewine's private residence not not the official government residence, not when we, you went there first, and then you right. went to his actual private house where he actually was, yeah, that took some balls. We had a conversation back and forth about whether or not we should do that, and we were like, "Fuck it, do it." And I'm glad we did. And, uh, you know, it is legal, but more importantly, they didn't want to mess with us because they were actually afraid of the bad optics of messing with us in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, So so the
0: the, the first, the the governor's residence, I knew there was a possibility when we went there that he would not be there. Because right while I was researching this, I found an article from when he – His inauguration, uh, the first time when when he became governor, a couple of years ago, where it said that he'd be spending his weekends out at his country estate, which is apparently his old family home, the White Law Reed House. It's it's has been his home for 40 years or something. So it's it's the divine like estate. And uh, I thought that that was a possibility, but I figure, you know, there's still going to be people at the governor's mansion. And it's in Bexley, which is this overwhelmingly super rich, wealthy Jewish neighborhood. Mm -hmm. The governor's mansion there is gigantic. I mean, it looks like something out of. uh, Yeah, it's and we were actually on the side. So if you're looking at us marching because we were a little closer to it.
2: I can bring up uh we'll just keep talking, I'll bring up
0: yeah we were we were like we wanted to be closer to the building itself, but that's just the side of it if you go yeah. around uh to the r- right there you then you see, see the it front on an angle yeah there. It's, it's huge it's massive but inch, there weren't yeah. there wasn't there weren't there was like one or two cars there, and I figured, okay. You know, this there is important that we do it.
2: There, but yeah.
0: yeah, there was somebody there like housekeepers and stuff. But I thought I and I was expecting state police to come out there. The Ukrainian flag was a shock. And yes, on the other side of the street corner there, as you pointed out, Mike, it was an American flag and the Ohio state flag on the on the entrance but oh, really? on this yeah, there's entrance there's two yeah there's two entrances yeah, two entrances. yeah. Oh, i on thought this they entrance, just
2: took down the i thought they just took down no, the buckeye flag and put the, that the buckeye
0: up. flag was on the one entrance but on this entrance it's the american flag and the ukrainian flag which is just you know at one point in the thing i said i don't know if you heard me but i was like they ought to have like a, either a yeah. norfolk southern flag or an israeli flag but yeah. it means the same thing, but. Uh, after we were there for about an hour i knew uh, i was hoping actually a state police somebody (laughs) would come out that we could we could get some footage you You should have (laughs) switched to the other driveway just for the optics because
2: having that ukraine flag in the
0: background (laughs) oh well no i I mean we wanted to be under it like you know we made a lot of points about it and uh, it's just because it's talking about his priorities this motherfucker he has uh he like I said, he banned the sale of Russian vodka at the start of the Ukraine war. This kind of like signaling. I, I mean, the same guy. The guy can't call in Dude, FEMA.
2: We were digging East up Palestine. crap on him while Stryker Oh and yeah, I. and I were like furiously like searching for crap, and I was like feeding it to Tony via Telegram while you guys were doing some of it. it. Got it through to fun. me yeah, and it
0: yeah, made its fun. way to the bullhorn. Uh, jazz hands did a, yeah, huge, did a huge jazz hands. He he uncovered. Behavior. Oh my God! The stuff with this. So apparently, I don't know if you knew about this, Alex, but apparently there is this Jew, Les Wexner, oh, yes. who is like who never like owns who like yeah. He, apparently, jazz hands.
2: Uh, oh, you didn't know about Les, Wex, on the, Les On the uh, Les Wexner question, is a Jewish guy? <laughs> yeah. So wait, he is. Hold on a second. You didn't know about I. I knew about him. I didn't know about his relationship to Dewine. But Les Wexner is a notorious.
1: No, no, of course I did. I've never I've seen heard of associate. Wexner. Not in my entire life, have heard of Les Les Wexner, who owns Victoria's Secret and all that other stuff.
2: <laughs> yes, and is yeah. a notorious he's, Epstein associate. And Patrick. he owns like half of Ohio,
0: apparently. I mean, he is like the I, big I thought, billionaire was, in Columbus. there's some sort of case against him recently. Well, he's associated with. He's a <laughs> close associate with Jeffrey Epstein, and there was What's actually. Going uh, I was
1: I was following it sort of on the side there
0: at one point. Yeah, nothing really yeah.
2: happened. I don't think
0: they, Yeah, but he was he, he he was like allegedly like an abuser you know he's not just friends with with yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. and he is a huge donor and associate and friend of mike dewine so Uh, this is i remember
1: remember what it was there's there's something going on with him in ohio state there is some sort of nonsense happening where i either either force somebody leave the university or something but there's a controversy involving his relationship with ohio state university
0: I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do with this guy. Like I said, Jazz Hands knows all the details. I am not up to date on all the all the latest with it. And I didn't even bring it up when we were out there. Cause I've, but, yeah, it was... We, while we were th- we were there like an hour a little more than an hour and then it was okay no, no cops are going to come out like i want i want all the guys wanted a little more than that so i figured okay he's at the other a- house so we yeah. all went out about an hour um two or three guys couldn't uh, michael McKevin had to go back and one or two other guys couldn't make it but everybody else went out and uh so we scoped it out the the uh, the mansion and it's just in the middle of nowhere it's just surrounded by fields it's a re- actually beautiful location just fields in all directions and this house and it was funny Mike when I was telling you when we marched up it's much closer to the road than uh than it looks in the Google Map Street View yeah Google
2: so, Street View so, it distorts
0: everything so it always makes so I had the- look
2: further away yeah.
0: I had the big bullhorn, you know, the one we used in Milwaukee that's, like, yeah. for mounting oh, yeah. Yeah, on a the truck.
2: Big, the big mama, yeah.
0: And I was planning yeah. on using that, but when, I, when we drove by and I saw how cl- I am like, oh, I'm not going to push it. I'll just use the handheld one, the famous yeah, one. Yeah, because you, you don't ever want
2: them to hit you on some technicality, like a noise regulation or some crap, even though right. it's, you know. But like we said, you know, um, and, and uh, you know, you look this up, it's totally legal to pick it the homes of state officials in ohio as long as you stay yes. don't don't trespass on private property which you didn't and no. uh, additionally they didn't mess with you um no, they didn't i thought they would i thought i mean i, I thought at least they would. would come and talk to you and be like when are you guys getting out of here how long are you going to do right. this for but they didn't even do that and as we as striker and i made the point while we were watching because Stryker and i had i couldn't make it all the way out to columbus Stryker had something to do so we did we hosted the live stream and most of the time we were just listening, but while, also while like furiously like researching stuff to try and, and send to, <laughs> to you and Tony to talk about. But, um, you know, Stryker made the point. He's like, well, you know, when you have the moral high ground, that's more potent than any legal defense that you might have. And this is something that we've encountered in all of our protests uh, is that we get very muted response from the enemy. I think the most action we ever got was in Fargo when the when that whole like anarchist yes. bar emptied out to come troll us, but that was just a that was just like a verbal massacre. I mean we just destroyed them. And we had all those boomers at the VW um you know, VFW bar come out <laughs> And like yell at the anarchists with us. So it shows you that like just the average people and, uh, will will side with us. And and of course in that place we went into the VFW and the, we told them what we were doing and who we were. And they said, God bless you, thank you. Finally someone's speaking up and all that stuff. So uh just like what happened with you guys in uh with Stryker and them in East Palestine, and it would have happened here, you know, if we had gone to East Palestine, which is something we thought about doing, but we figured we should actually go protest at the seat of seat of power itself. And so the moral high ground is—it's—it's it's really puts this sh- armor shielding on you. And you—we know, yeah. were talking about the patriotic alternative demonstration and the housing issue in Ireland and Britain. Well, we actually have a housing issue here too. Uh, it's not as pronounced, and it's easier for them to hide these people. Yes, because America is so much bigger, so much more sparsely populated, and so much more atomized that they could put a bunch of migrants up in like a days in someplace and nobody would know or care because it's on the roadside, somewhere off the highway, some little town or something. But um, because we don't have these, this kind of same cohesive um, living spaces that Europe has, but still we have the same issue because illegal immigrants are being housed by the government, not just refugees from, Ukraine or Afghanistan, illegal immigrants crossing the border from Mexico. I keep bringing up the fact about the the Holiday Inn in New York City where they're spending $93,000 a day to put up the illegal immigrants that are being shipped to New York City from Texas. And that's a $10 million contract the city has with that one hotel to do that. And uh, so, and meanwhile, I don't think that East Palestine has seen anything like $10 million. Even that wouldn't even no, be adequate, no. but they haven't even seen anything like that. And no. so where is the, the issue? I've always brought it back to with this is housing because it's like we can talk about the chemical spill and the ecological damage and all those things. But to some extent, that damage has been done. So that and that people need to be held accountable and it needs to be cleaned up and it's terrible and all that stuff. But why are people still sitting in the middle of it? This right. is to me unconscionable, and I can't. I've said this a million times, and I'll keep saying it. And it's just like, you know, some people probably have moved out and are staying in a hotel on their own dime, or are staying with family members. But some people can't afford a hotel, and maybe they don't have a family member they can put them up. So what are they supposed to do? Well, they're staying in the right. town. Yeah. Where else are they? They're economically, and and of course the other issue is we've talked about when FEMA comes in, all of these issues get taken care of. They, they yes. take care of housing, you get unemployment insurance, you get like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you get uh, some kind of insurance for your home values. If those are crashed out because of a disaster, you get all kinds of stuff once FEMA is actually activated. So the state of emergency forces them into action. What happened after Stryker went to East Palestine is they uh, sent a FEMA assessment manager or something they sent like a team of people to assess but there's no as far as i know nothing no actual official big-time aid is coming into that town and into that area no
0: no no and and, and, and if you think about M- mike dewine's relationship with norfolk southern because yeah. some people have said okay well you know ten thousand dollars for this inauguration ten thousand dollars here you know a hundred thousand dollars here there even altogether, it's 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 like a half a million dollars directly that has gone to Mike Dewan, which is st- I mean that's a lot of money. But in pol- in U.S. politics, people have said, well, that's actually not that much. But if you look at
2: yesterday on, on that's the ride a misconception. back, misconception. I just want to correct something. That's a yeah. misconception. Politicians are fucking cheap. They are cheap. That's They're true. cheaper than but, you think. Yes. Well,
0: that's the funny thing is there's a, a, a lot whole than you other think. series of yeah, yeah. There's a whole other series of scandals to do with mike dewine and the gop and this this lobbying yeah, group the success yeah. group mm-hmm. but yesterday on the way home dad was driving and i was reposting a lot of stuff from the news lately with mike dewine and you've you got to think about uh, one of these republicans like this it's not just his relationship with norfolk southern it's his relationship with all the other businesses mm-hmm. and you know, lobbyists that are working with him. So if he just throws Norfolk Southern completely under the bus and just declare, now he has been pushing them a little bit because, you know, frankly, the heat's coming down on him. Yes. Optics. But if he just completely goes all in on Norfolk Southern, then all the other people who have paid him a lot of money to look after their interests are then going to look at him askance and they're going to find another, republican to replace him you know someone who's not going to be that so willing to do that now if the heat gets too great he will throw them under the bus you know but that's why we got to put the pressure on and that's why liberals on twitter you see them uh i saw them responding to uh the libtards responding to uh another post about mike dewine where these liberals were saying stuff like they've tested the water and it's safe what more do you want you know in, in other words the libtards are so in that, like you were saying, Mike. They're in that partisan Democrat versus Republican thing that they are now reflexively defending Mike Dewine's handling of this just because Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump have talked about
2: it. So, so do right, so you right. actually have shit defending? Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg yeah. is their main, the main guy they want to put a wall defense around. Yeah,
0: right, right. So it's it's just it's it's amazing. You and I were talking about this actually while we were on the way there. We had a little bit of a discussion on this of of whether or not it's good for the partisan football to kick back and forth. And I was kind of saying it is from the point of view it draws attention to the town. But you were making the point that once it and and you're right, once it kicks back into this mode. Now liberals cannot go out and talk about the land and the water and the workers and the people because now it's you're helping Russia and Putin and Trump and authoritarianism.
2: In this country, once something becomes Democrat versus Republican, you can kiss any action on that issue. Goodbye.
0: But this is also why the Republicans are not going after Mike DeWine, because he's a GOP governor. And even though he's a Chamber of Commerce, a Bushite GOP guy.
2: In my opinion, Mike DeWine until our protest was being shielded purposely by the, the dog and pony show they were putting on with, yes. with Trump and butt gig and whoever else Mike DeWine was being left out of it on purpose because he's yes. the guy just like he was not there at the, at the, at the town hall meeting. And just like when he did show up, he showed up briefly for a photo op, broke his ankle and left like that happened last week, actually. And they only announced it this morning. Uh, right. That he actually busted his foot when he was in East Palestine last week. right? But, right. but he's been shielded from the media scrutiny um, yeah. because he can do something. Yeah. Because he can sign on the dotted line and declare a state of emergency. And that will force something to happen at the federal level. And he's yeah. not doing it. And, and part of the reason he's not doing it is because if the government comes in and spends a lot of money – this dollar amount will be known to the public, how much How much aid, mm-hmm. how much stuff is going into the town from FEMA, how much they've spent, what the people are needing. And Norfolk Southern is going to look bad because they're going to look like they caused – say say FEMA gives them $500 million to to, to uh, East Palestine, right? Something like that. Some big chunk of money from the feds. Well, Norfolk Southern going to be like, well – that's what you all you us, 500 million bucks. you know? Well, he so, already yeah. has said that. Mike DeWine yeah. has
0: already said Norfolk Southern needs to pay for the cleanup. But that's a very How long is that rhetorical happen? trick. That, that's well, like, that's a rhetorical trick. If, 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 if the cleanup is, is just minimal, like bare minimum safety, few things, then it's like, okay, we did the thing.
2: Norfolk Southern going pay, to do took the responsibility. Yes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so and, and,
2: what he should do is have the government do it and send them a bill. Because yeah. they're not going to do shit until they're forced to either. They're not going right. to do anything until they're forced. They were being very hesitant. They gave $25,000 and they gave individual people $1,000 checks. And right. they, they're they not going to be opening their wallets up until they're sued. And they're forced to. And they're probably going to try and get some kind of lawsuit protection because they've gotten lawsuit protection. I saw the
0: state, the state uh, – one of the articles I shared yesterday said that – they, the state of Ohio has taken punitive damages off the table. I saw this in one of the, one of the articles. Now it was there wasn't a source there, so I don't know, you yeah. know where where you would find prove that. But apparently they have taken the idea of punitive damages off the table. Uh, yeah, the, the two things that I wanted to say about the protest for people who watched the stream but didn't maybe know this. Um, One well, the one thing that was on the on the stream. I'm glad I thought of it while I was on the bullhorn there, Mike. The fact that Bill Johnson had told Stryker, "Ask the governor. Why don't you ask the? I wish I'd thought of that sooner. Actually, it was fairly late in the protest where I was like, Bill Johnson said we should ask you. We're here. We're asking you now. You know, like that was that was funny because it's like that's what he said. Bill Johnson said. This is the governor's responsibility. So we're taking it to the governor. But then the second thing was, for people couldn't see this on the stream, but when we drove by to just sort of scout it out, at first I was like, oh, shit, he's not here either, is he? It looks empty. But then when we drove, turned around and came back, Alex, there were like eight or nine cars, like nice, big, expensive SUVs and shit behind, parked behind it, and Uh, there were lights on. They were, he was home. They were having some kind of, they were sitting down to dinner. They were sitting down to dinner right when we rolled up. And it was very funny because, uh, you could also see this right when we got there, there was a Stady in his uniform that I saw. Apparently our guys saw more than that. Uh, there was another one up there and then these two other ones came flying up and, and, and went in, but they were Busy up there, they were going back and forth. You could see this guy he, he reparked his car facing us, and you know they were going in there talking to the governor and saying, "Well, what should we do? Should we you know sh- chase them off? Should we warn them? Should we yeah. find out what they're doing And they were talking, and you know the conversation went something mm-hmm. like we don 't need that the footage of this because they had that big kerfuffle over the the reporter who was arrested yep. at his one yeah. news conference, yeah, so it was a happened yeah, so all that cop shit. And it's because of what Stryker said on the stream. It's not just that what we were doing was technically legal. It's that we had so much the moral high ground. And we were there as the messenger. And that's a lot of my talking points when I was on the bullhorn is stuff I literally just got from Facebook and from Twitter reading what people were saying about the people on the ground in East Palestine and in Ohio. They're the people talking about how he needs to declare a state of emergency. The the people know it. They know what's up. They know who's responsible. But right. in the media and in the partisan football match, you're not going to see that. So I felt – and I I just wrote this on Telegram this morning. We're just the messenger. You know, We're just delivering the message that no Republican, conservative, or le- leftist group is going to deliver. It's on us to deliver it. But this is straight from the people. This is what everyone thinks.
2: So I saw it. You guys say something that I didn't know, which was that uh, apparently he has like a 30-day time limit on when he can do a state of emergency. Is that what that
0: comes from? Yes. I saw this. I saw this. uh, I read this. uh, I read this online. Let me see if I can verify it. I read it online that apparently he has – yeah, because it's not open-ended. It's not unlimited. But I think he is still within his window to uh, declare a, a, a state of emergency um i think it's 30 days after the disaster um he could still do it he could still yeah, do yeah, it
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and, yeah. and uh um, trying
2: to see if that uh it might change state it might be vary from state to state but um,
0: i saw this from a reputable source i forget where i saw it it wasn't just like it's some credible
2: i mean it's it's yeah. it's intuitively credible so yeah um let me see. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's <gasps> yeah. There it, is, there it is. There it's it is. There it is. How a disaster is it.
0: declared. Here it is. Here it is. I got it from you know what? I got it from FEMA's website. I'll put it up uh, on the thing here.
2: It has uh, to do you know with what? you know limiting mm. executive overreach and crap like that. That's the that's the reasoning behind that. But I'll uh I'll, but s- why I'll would send you. You s- need more time than that if you think about it. You know yeah. What I mean? You shouldn't theoretically I'll, need. Yeah. That's right. fine. Well, you don't have to send it. I'll be, you just, Right. Right. You, yeah. You can, well, I just I sent it, it to you on to uh,
0: on yeah. Telegram. But it's this is from FEMA's own website, fema.gov. And if you scroll down, let me find it. Preliminary damage assessment. Where is it? Thirty days. Find.
2: Look, I mean, as long as we have a reference
0: point on it. I don't think- yeah, here it is. Okay, requirements, requirements. Now, this is on how is a disaster declared? fema.gov requirements. The governor of the affected state or tribal chief executive of the affected tribe must submit a request to the president through the appropriate regional administrator within 30 days of the occurrence of the incident. The request must be based upon a finding that the situation is beyond the capability of the state and affected local governments or Indian tribal government and that supplemental federal emergency assistance is necessary to save lives and protect property, public health and safety or to lessen or avert the threat of a disaster. In addition, the request must include confirmation the governor has taken appropriate action under the state law. And directed the execution of the state emergency plan, a description of the state and local uh, government efforts and resources utilized to alleviate the emergency, a description of other federal agency efforts and resources utilized, and a description of the type and extent of additional federal assistance required. And then there's public assistance, individual assistance, HAZMAT mitigation grant program. Um, pre, you know, so, so all kinds of stuff. But yes, I got it from uh, FEMA's website.
2: So it says assistance available under emergency declaration says individual assistance, IA. Individuals and households program is the only form of IA that may be authorized under an emergency declaration. Authorization of IHP under an emergency is rare. Housing assistance under IHP is provided at a 100% federal share. Yep. So the federal government will pay for all the housing for people in a disaster zone. Uh, other needs assistance under IHP requires a twenty five percent non federal cost share, so the state would have to pay twenty five percent of other stuff, which I'm sure they could afford. Uh, and then there's also um, FEMA also has unemployment insurance for people who have lost their job because of being affected by a disaster. They they can get unemployment insurance from FEMA. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that gets unleashed when this when this when this thing goes into action. So yeah, I mean we've covered this a lot. Um, so I, I I was I thought it was fun to watch you guys doing it. I really wished I was there. I wanted. He has to until there, Saturday.
0: But, he has until yeah. Saturday. So it's this week. He has until well, Saturday. Hopefully so he'll
2: blink. I mean, we'll see. You know, because my thing is like I think there's probably already damage has probably been done to these people. Now there are probably just some people who have. Because here's the thing, we just don't know. Some people are saying it's not a big deal. Some people are saying it's hair on fire. I don't know. What happens if you breathe that stuff in for extended periods of time? I just right. don't know. We do know across the board, yeah, pretty yeah, much the, everybody reports scratchy throats and itchy eyes and, and some people getting skin rashes. This is not hair on fire stuff. This is like average well, the people The point of being this.
1: a Republican politician is you don't want your constituents to think that they're some kind of victim class. Yes. You want them to think that they're never victims. That way you can continue to victimize them.
2: Right,
0: yes, you don't to get the idea to, uh,
2: out of the yeah. vinyl chloride
0: out of the <laughs> out of the carcinogen, yeah, my dad actually he uh from being a tractor trailer driver for years, decades, he uh looked up the hazmat uh, the um basically the requirements if you're hauling that shit. Uh, the stuff that was in. The, oh my God, you should see it. I mean, this is bad, 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 bad
2: stuff. Well, sometimes the stuff I see trucks on in. the highway with like crazy looking containers, and I'm like, oh God, like yeah. let's uh, let's get some distance yeah. between uh, ourselves and that one.
1: You know, you can get an app on your phone that will tell you what what's in those trucks because it's labeled. Right. So, uh, I think they used to call it the Material Safety Data Sheet, and they probably call it something else now.
2: But I had you to ever go see that one training. where they've got like a crazy looking metal contraption on a flatbed. It's not even like the cylindrical. For carrying like fuel, you know how they carry fuel in those big cylindrical trucks, but it's like they have like some crazy metal thing like tied down on a flatbed. I'm like, what the hell is in there? Is that like radioactive waste? What is that? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, anyway, though, here's this is pretty funny though. So um, the media took notice. We uh, that now the media still continues their uh, refusal to say the name NJP, and this article is kind of funny. This Newsweek article um, we've got here. Mike DeWine faces calls to resign as anger grows in Ohio over a disaster. And, of course, we have a Nick Cannon, something that has nothing to do with it on this video. I I hate that they do that shit. But here. So here we go. It says, um, I was actually wondering if this was about us at first, but it was. So it says, uh, over the weekend, the EPA took control of the disposal of contaminated waste from Norfolk Southern, which had previously been solely responsible for it, marking a transition from a state-led response to a federal cleanup operation. Following the crash, officials on the ground found toxic chemicals in the soil, blah, blah. Anyway, so then uh, DeWine acted as the face of the response to the initial phase of the incident appearing in East Palestine a town near the crash site as an evacuation order was lifted on February 8th. He has yet to declare an emergency or disaster in his state, and so the federal response has been limited. The response from the Biden administration has also faced criticism. Video footage shared on Twitter showed a group of uh, protesters outside the Ohio governor's residence in Bexley, Ohio, on Saturday, chanting DeWine must resign. Newsweek has contacted DeWine's office for comment. So that's all they say about us. They don't say who we are. They don't go into any other detail. And surely they know. And I know they know because one of the people that uh, tipped them off is this guy, Ron Filipkowski, who's basically one of these, like, I report on hate type people, right? Right. But, um, so we've got... um and then they do – then there was some Republican Party protest over the fact That's, that – This is interesting though.
1: This is very interesting. So they yeah. did the calculation. They kind of weighed this. They're like, wait, wait. Let's just plug this into the template where we say protest, uh, Republican governor bad. What is Republican governor going to say? Because it says they contacted his office for comment.
2: Yeah, and so, he's not going to say anything. He's not going to respond to that. But but the, here is the the link that they give, which is this guy, Ron Philipkowski, And if you go look at his thing – He does the track and report on the right wing, seen on BBC, CNN, MSNBC. So he's like just like a libtard that goes to tell libtards. But even he had to be very matter of fact in how he described it. Now, he's a little bit more professional than just Antifa. He's not Antifa, he's like a, you know, he's a little bit higher tier than that. So he just says it very matter of factly. A white nationalist group protested near the residence of Ohio Governor Mike DeWine yesterday, calling for him to resign over his handling of the Norfolk Southern crash. Very matter of fact, he just – and then he's got a video of it there. What's funny is some of these responses. So somebody wants to know who we are. White nationalists, what group? Uh, I don't get what the purpose of this meme there is. Like that's a shame like what? Like okay, too, that's a shame I from think, Mike the wine or something like that. Yeah,
0: I think I think that's what it means. Yeah. I think that's what it means. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then it says, can we send them some Antifa to get the message across? Well no, you can't. Antifa had their option to show up. We were on live stream. They knew we were doing it. I mean they followed yeah. us. So they what? they knew we were there. They didn't show up. They Why had to the
0: antifa i know they're really active in atlanta why didn't they come out and protect norfolk southern's corporate headquarters from right. uh right. The, the 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 you know that 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 would be a good look for them you know right. go, go like on like when out they antifa, went, show when they up. went
2: to protest against you know when they went to attack us for doing an anti-war rally that time that was good right. stuff, right right yeah, yeah. And, and you know and they got really mad because we kept trolling them that they loved war and trump and as it turns out they do love war now now they just openly love war they love the ukraine right but um And it says, like, this guy, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, well, you're white. I don't get that. Um, And then this guy says, they're starting to get some facts straight. Help me out with this one. And this is, like, this this is when you get the liberal up their own ass, right? I'm sure Governor Mike DeWine is wondering why his people turned against him. It's all cool when the white supremacists are doing your dirty work for you, but now they're coming for you. Well, what of Mike DeWine's dirty work, have white nationalists ever done
0: (laughs) i know it's like that that kind of response is just like maybe white nationalists aren't what you think we are you know well maybe no no because this
2: person's a liberal they're informed right well that's that's a funny thing it's it's it's
0: like i i would love for these people to be able to choose force them to choose between because most of liberals have in the past you know we saw that with trump where they were like There was the Bush nostalgia, you know, remember that moment where there was like major nostalgia for George W. Bush and they were actually at a point where they're like, okay, if we have to get economic popul, you know, 2016 Trump, if we have to get economic populism and trade protectionism and all this, but it comes with white nationalism, we will take neoliberal global war. You know, we will take that that we will prefer neoconservatives to that. Um, That was a brief moment when the Trump hysteria, the Trump derangement system syndrome was, like, out of control. But now it's like, all right, that's died down. Will you choose, as a liberal, will you choose corporate shill Republican poisoning people in water
2: in bed with – it's not clear what they'll choose. Some of them – they could go either way with them. And one of the things – one of the reasons that, like, you know, the video with Stryker – uh, and Bill Johnson went far and wide, uh, and and yep. liberals were retweeting it, and Antifa had to go out and kind of corral them and police them and say that guy's a, yes. guy a Nazi, that guy's a Nazi, that guy's a Nazi. And so they don't, you know, this this thing is like I think there are some liberals who, you know, they hate because they spend most of their time hating Republicans. Right, yes. because this is what because they don't see they're not really seeing the white nationalist thing very despite all the propaganda they're not and they just they just lump it in with Republicans right yes they just assume that so when they're shown that we're distinctly different than Republicans and we're actually we anti Republicans and anti Republicans on you know many of the same issues at least except we mean it unlike you know whether or not they mean it is a question you know I don't know I think some of them maybe experience some dissonance some of them don't I think it just is a matter of how much of um, of a genu how much they genuinely believe in their things versus not versus how much they're just playing uh, a batting Gosh, for a team, fascinating,
1: you know man. watching watching libtards trying to process this because they they they're, they're so brainwashed into conflating white nationalism republicanism they can't Yes they just assume the Republican
2: going. Party is a white supremacist racist thing because that's what they're told their brains just and literally
1: they, cannot make sense of
2: it and they've never they never thought i mean again it's it's i guess it's you could say it's not their fault but it really is because they chose they made the choice to be stupid and uninformed so that's their problem like that is their fault
0: i want to make their brains uncomfortable i mean that's that's a big yeah. part of what we got to I do with think, the njp i don't think
1: they're working with much up there though when you deal with these uh,
0: they they're not but uh, you know the ones that are motivated to comment for every one that types out a comment on twitter there's got to be you know how many that see this stuff you know when and and that's the thing is is You talk about the third position in a system that is so just the two sides, the two camps, and that's all there is. And that's all you've ever known your whole life. And that's all you're capable of even viewing the world in those terms. If you have a group that actually does represent a third way, a third position or whatever, it's it's you want to force these moments of like. The, the programming is, is malfunctioning. You know, the programming yeah. is breaking down. And uh, I, I think there's just so much – Stryker said that on the stream. He said this, that the space occupied by the, uh, the, the vacuum that's been left, by the cucked right and the negligent left. And that really is I, – I, I couldn't think of a better way of saying it. There are these issues that Mike DeWine, a Republican, is just completely abandoned that are cultural – racial issues uh gun control he's terrible on gun control he's a big gun pro gun control republican um but because he's a republican and and ohio has been swinging to the right because of trump and because of all the woke shit and all the stuff with the left he can just get away with it if, if he's not challenged from the right but at the same time the fucking left can get away with just abandoning ecological disaster. You I, know, don't, people I don't process
1: people's left anymore. I just don't. Like reading his comments, I don't think of them as being leftists. They're just I,
2: They're just Yeah, they're libertards. The yeah. left yeah.
1: does not describe them because if you go to their profiles and you look at what they actually believe and the things that they say, yeah. they that does not line up with the left. For example, here's somebody... Saying, is this a testament to how little there is to be outraged by Nazis in Ohio? Surely they can find something more offensive to protest against. So an ecological disaster is no longer offensive to this libtard. That's, right. that's nothing to be concerned about. That right. is not a leftist. That is a yeah. that is an yeah. American libtard, and they are fucking stupid. Well, here's not
2: this is really yeah. funny. Well, first of all, we <sighs> get the you, you, the obligatory their favorite president made the crash possible. That's absolutely not true. Again, but then we have, yikes, you know things are bad when a white nationalist wants you to resign. What? 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 Is there a politician we don't want to resign? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I guess things are really bad then because we've been wanting all these people to resign for quite some time. You know, like, what does that mean? Like, as if... Like what, 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 is the, what is the assumption in that person's brain? I think the assumption is that white nationalism is some fake thing out there just to like bolster the GOP's popularity, which is funny. If they think yeah so. I think I think he
0: is I think he's specifically referring well, to woman. he's just too dumb that's, to that's yeah okay they're too dumb to say it but they but they but they're they're saying in in respect to as if as a Republican if you're a Republican and you have the white nationalists yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out to protest you, that's how bad you you this, must be. This, this protest creates a good conversation that they don't want to have though because you can look see at this here guys.
2: so here we you
1: have see it. listen to, listen to this shit hang on a second listen to this this is the kind of response that you would expect from dumbass Americans white nationalists why? You didn't handle the derailment well, but I don't get why it specifically triggered a white nationalist group. And that became an invitation for everyone with a functioning brain to come in here and say stuff like white nationalists think the derailment was downplayed and mishandled because the affected population is almost entirely white with no political power. Might sound silly, but consider the difference in media response to the Flint, Michigan water crisis. And this is followed by a lot of other people backing up that position.
2: Right. Well, yeah. it's so, undeniable that whites are un, are officially an underprivileged group. Like that's just like by policy. That's not like that's that's not deniable. And so that's why you're just not allowed to say. It, which is why Scott Adams got in trouble. But we'll talk about him in a second. And then yeah, you, and then you we'll can see better. the
1: absence of the left here. Like the true left is gone. So you, you have comments like because someone has to do it when all the paid activist environmentalists are nowhere to be found. Unsurprisingly. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's just somebody that I don't.
1: Because that's even that's know the, that's the thing. There, there's there's like there, there are, there's no leftist response to this. Yeah, right. hilariously enough, all you are getting is actually the white nationalists at this point. They're the only ones, they're the only ones trying to do politics,
2: right? Yes. And, and look at this person. So this is like they've got this let them fight gift. So to him, it's just a game. Yeah, right. To him, it's like the, yeah. the, the, there's no actual issue here. It's like okay, well we're liberals. Let those people destroy each other or whatever, right? Or they right. they have a, they, their impression is see. If, if we were to tell liberals like one of our, our – our number one main objective is actually to destroy the Republican Party, they would be like, great. That's awesome because I hate the Republican Party and I want to see you guys destroy each other. I'm like, no, that, that's not how it's going to work. If they're destroyed, like we aren't – we don't get – and Jews understand this. Jews yes, get this. Jew, they Jews know get exactly it. Jews get what, what – of course, they all get it. Jews all get yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah. when you see a Jew pretend to be dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. for goyim you know to, to to like whip them up into stupid shit i mean there probably are some stupid jews out there but generally speaking jews that are doing uh, political uh, comments know exactly
1: here's a leftist that's realized that if you don't take care of your people they may change teams on you because she says it's a recruitment tool who fought for you when no one else did everyone better buckle up for a bumpy ride because this
0: is a very astute political move yes see uh, this is the this is this i said this (laughs) i was joking with dad this this falls under the category of uh when you hear the stuff of as part of his ploy to his his plot to uh brainwash and indoctrinate the german people adolf hitler eliminated unemployment and improved the standard of living for all germans and and created socialist programs to help the workers this was all part of his nefarious plot it's like you know you, you you list all these things that fdr was not able to do that stalin was not able to do all these problems solved and it's all just a it's all just a trick you know to to indoctrinate people to this evil worldview i mean at what point you know, isn't that what you're trying to do isn't that the whole thing i mean like he he he, uh, he, he as part of his plot to to recruit people to his hateful ideology yeah, he no, fed all yeah, the starving yeah. children all the children that would have starved uh, uh got to eat you know it's this Dude, evil they even plan say,
2: like as part of hitler's evil plan to, for oh. his aryan uber he he followed the geneva convention because he didn't need precious german soldiers getting killed and i'm like wait <laughs> yes like that's yeah. Yeah, no, that's literally yeah, what's you're, you're, that is literally you know what funny? Sean McMeekin said in Stalin's War, and I about fucking lost it while I was reading it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, dude, are you, you're a historian with a brain. Come on, dude. Like, I, so, I know you have to editorialize to get this through the the fucking Jewish press, but bro, are you fucking serious?
0: Anyway, well, let's, so, let me so, put it so this so way. The, the, the,
2: the,
0: the, one, one more response to that. The DSA was out in East Palestine, uh, and they talked to Stryker and Michael. So – to this, the, the person who made that comment, Alex, it's like, well, the same recruitment tactic is open to you. Why doesn't the DSA use that recruitment tactic and get out there and protest the government? Well, they know, you most know
2: people hate them.
1: Well, that, that seems to be an element of a lot of these comments. It's, it's a sort of like, where, where is everybody else? Why is it only the white nationalists? Yeah, gee, that's. They're, 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 they're actually huh? using that as huh? a way to sort of morally shame these other groups and say that they're, they're not pulling their weight
0: like they should. Yeah.
2: So here's one. Here's a funny one. This guy, Frank Langbin. Wow. Republicans, unfair to whites? DeWine is woke? And it's like these people just don't pay any attention because, you know, this is something we call attention to. Um, yes. You know, during the protest that DeWine in August of 2020, when the George Floyd shit was going off, said racism is a public health crisis. Um, He called racism a public health crisis while releasing a report from a task force created to look into how COVID-19 is hitting people of color disproportionately. The Minority Health Strike Force identified dozens of issues to address disparities when it comes to health issues for people of color known as social determinants of health. With that report, now that is like literally woke shit. That, That shit there, that social determinants of health. That's basically effectively critical race theory. Like that yes. would fall under the banner of critical race theory. I don't like using that term, but whatever. That would fall under that banner. Uh, the idea that, that like race is a de- determinant of health outcomes, not because of genetic biological issues with races, but because of structural racism against people of color. That is an essential point of critical race theory, of wokeness, of whatever you want to call it. So yes, Mike DeWine is woke and so are all of the GOP when it really comes down to it when it really comes down to it they're all woke at at mm-hmm. the level of actually doing things you get a few of their like shit, shittier tier pundits that occasionally you know and now they all attack wokeness and they'll all attack cancel culture but then they just engage in it as we. well seen. you
0: know what's it's it's interesting Alex the point you made there uh, the morally shaming you will see leftists morally shame well why aren't why aren't Democrats? Why aren't, you know, environmentalists out doing this? You will see that. But what you will not see from and this just shows in in a way how much worse the right in America is. If Pete Teft and the local NJP guys go out to demonstrate for Jupiter Paulson, you are not going to see any conservatives on social media saying morally shaming the Republican Party, saying, "Well, why is it left to white nationalists to speak out for this girl?" Why aren't the why aren't the local yeah. Republican Party or the local conservative groups, why aren't they out? Why is it fall on white nationalists to speak up against this African migrant who brutally murdered a girl and is not get, getting justice? So it's like that just shows you how – yeah, th- that's how Mike DeWine is able to do something like that because right. there is literally no one on the right who is
2: going to actually call him out on that. Well, the, uh, the Republican Party is an anti-political organization. Yeah. Um, it, it does anti-politics and it, it does this on purpose. And so like there, there was a guy actually – not only was there no one um, saying like, hey, conservatives, why did you let NJP get out in front of this issue? Why did you let them beat us to the punch? The the main conservative commentator in Fargo went on like a months-long war with us in his yes. column attacking us constantly Co- and, re- and when that kid –
1: they think political protests are embarrassing. You shouldn't do them.
2: Yes. And and certainly that's, that's at how pundit, they feel about it. Certainly at the pundit level, they, they do. But they also think they're annoying and they interrupt their grift. I, uh, I, I work nine to five. I can't do a political protest. I have a job. I have a jobby a job. Well, that's yeah. something they're also encouraged to say by these pundits, like that fat guy. I forget the guy's name, the fat dude, that chubby dude yeah, in I know who Fargo. You're about. I forget his name now. He was a real piece of shit, though. And oh God! Even, yeah. It was even so bad that when that kid, remember when that Liptard like basically ran over that MAGA kid, that Groiper kid. Yeah, there was like yeah. a kid who I think he was probably Groiper or something like that, right? Maybe something like that, or was, like a, an yes. edgy MAGA dude. And this guy fucking ran over him like just on purpose, and he went to jail and everything. And um, you know, people were thinking about doing something about it, like going and saying something about it. This fucking guy, he comes out and he says, "We owe it to him to dignified have like a dignified respect of his death and not politicize it, not make an issue of it. He's dead. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. We want this kid's this is parents." What Bill, and Bill Johnson
0: told Stryker, "This is what he told Stryker, nose to nose with Stryker. He's, I, I, I don't want to politicize it." And that's the same thing we heard in Walkershaw. Remember. Yeah. We don't want to politicize it. We don't want to politicize it. It's too early. That was that's what it was at Walkershaw. It's too early to politicize well, it. That's what You'll Terry never, Dietrich will said, you ever right? hear a Democrat will you ever hear a Democrat or a leftist or a no. DSA or an antifa or anybody on the left say, Well, let's not politicize this. I don't think I've ever heard anyone anywhere on that entire spectrum from shit lib to like trot ever say, Let's not politicize this. Well, we don't want to politicize well, it. Well Terry uh,
2: Dietrich the, the chairman of the Waukesha County GOP, who ended up getting in shit anyway. Oh God, yeah. Because he said what everyone knew. Mm-hmm. He 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 assumed that like you know it was he he didn't think that it was going to go public, but it did because we don't mm-hmm. owe this guy shit. And uh, so he was saying all that stuff, but then he was like, "But I can't make a statement now." That would be really inflammatory as oh, as a member of the Republican Party, and he said it like as if it was like an assumed thing that not only could he not not only should he not say something because it's inflammatory and it's so called too soon, but he's a representative of the Republican Party, right? Which to me, and, 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 you like, know, that I, makes you – so you should say
0: something. like And, you know, and but, you know what? If he had stuck to his guns, we would have backed him up completely. So that wasn't just like an ambush, like, ha-ha, we got this guy. We're going to embarrass no, him. If he, if he if had owned he had stuck what he'd to said,
2: us. we'd have gone out and attacked the GOP on his behalf. Yes. Yeah. But no, nah, yeah. he he he, he pussy out. As we knew – frankly, we knew he would. We knew he would. We knew he would. We knew he we would. Knew it. We knew he would. And his whole thing of like, uh it's just too soon. It's not the time. I mean – when exactly about now? is the time? Well, yeah, is yeah, it time I mean, now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it, it's been a year, okay? Like yeah. uh, since it happened, and and the trial is now already over with. It's like the guy was never going to do it, and and that's the thing—they're never. never going to. Uh, so whenever they say now is not the time, it's too soon. I'm like, nah, that's fucking retarded. That's basically you. That's just anti anti politics. It's anti politics. That's what the GOP yes. does. They are there to d. De- Politicize you, and they depoliticize you with things like, "Let's be more dignified than the left." Let this kid mm-hmm. rest in peace. There's no need to make a. Well, was he killed for political reasons? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, you know, yeah, you, you could say it's crass, but that's a that's damaging to your political opposition. If they Sorry murdered a teenager for if if one of <laughs> if a Democrat if a liberal murdered a teenage boy, which I think is what happened, murdered yeah. a teenage boy. For politics, that is very damaging to them. You should attack them. You should hurt them for that. As revenge, you would probably agree with it. That kid would probably agree with it. So it's, it's was saying disgusting. about Bill
0: Johnson there, he was saying, you know, here's a United States congressman. And he doesn't want to talk about politics. He doesn't want to get political. It's like to the lady that was chiming in there, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, know. it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. But that is only something you will yeah, hear and from that fucking the aide right
2: aide or security guard he had, who is like, this is an individual matter. Yeah. He's yes. not here for that.
0: Yeah. The guy with his this hands, is not a doing DNR this, issue. like, this he's like, thing. Yeah.
2: He's like. He's like and she she's like well I live in the town he's like well he'll be happy to talk to you he's from New yeah, York he's it's from like, New York
0: he's from New York yeah
2: Well somebody then said somebody's got to talk about the problem right because like I hate this I hate this bullshit of like uh you know using the small town attitude to hurt the the people from the small town <clears throat> Like right. you don't want these outsiders coming in you you want you, let, let us uh let us like like leave, be left alone to oppress you in peace like though we don't want these big mouth New Yorkers That's, coming in and you want know those and
1: outsiders. Yelling. Just, you want these uh these outside train cars of polyvinyl chloride that'll be fine right yeah and, i and, and I, just, I have
0: seen that 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 is played up in West Virginia like I cannot describe to you guys t- to what extent that is deployed in west virginia oh, yeah. uh the 100%. big big example like ten years ago uh you know the Kennedy, uh, which which Kennedy is it? Um, the one that came out. He's a big environmentalist, and he recently came out anti-COVID stuff. Bobby Kennedy um,
2: Jr.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, I've been on several. He's like demonstrations friends with James where, O'Keefe now. Yeah, well, I've been on several demonstrations. There's actually pictures of me uh, at Blair Mountain with a with a uh, anti mountaintop removal sign standing right behind him when he was addressing the crowd. He did a debate with Don Blankenship, who was the worst probably the worst coal baron that we've had in West Virginia in the last 50 years. I mean, an absolute, an actual criminal. He went to prison for it. Uh, there was a huge mining disaster. A bunch of miners were killed and it came out that he, uh, he was not following any kind of safety precautions. It was his fault. But this guy was defending the process of mountaintop removal mining, like literally blowing up whole mountains just to get at the coal. And it's a very, it's a process that obviously puts miners out of work. Um, because, you know, you're just using dynamite to destroy the mountain. But this son of a bitch did a debate with Kennedy uh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. And it was funny because the whole way he was framing the debate was – and this is really early for the anti-China stuff. Like, well, if we don't get it from us, we're, the Chinese are going to do it. And he was he was doing all this like – Appealing to latent racial feeling in West Virginians and like this outsider, this rich silver spoon up his ass, New Englander, Bobby Kennedy is coming in here to try to talk to you people. And I'm a real West Virginian and all this. I mean, this guy is a bloodthirsty coal baron who just like shits on the people of West Virginia his entire life, poisons them, dumps shit in the creeks, kills them in the mines, doesn't – he's a union buster. I mean his company, Massey Energy, was like the top union busting company in the state. But the epitome of that playing up that like I'm a good old West – and they got this whole – in West Virginia, there's this whole thing called Friends of Coal. And you, they did this like 10 or 15 years ago where you'll see this sticker, Friends of Coal, and it becomes a cultural thing. It's just a big ad campaign by the coal industry, but it became a cultural thing, like your NRA sticker on the back of your pickup truck. Also now, friends of coal, you know, it's just a marketing campaign by the coal companies.
1: Dude, they've been using those people for centuries at this point.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's just it's so it's so cynical. It's like beyond you know, but it's because also
2: because the people that do it are also outsiders. They are
0: they are yes. well, all the wealth is going outside the state, and and it's and that's why everybody here is still poor, even after centuries of or, or over a century of of extracting the biggest wealth. And the other thing is, the the problem is always, or the problem has been in West Virginia, that the representatives of the left, God bless them, even when they're not, when they're good people, and there there used to be a lot of good people in the environmental movement here. They're faggy, limp wristed liberals you know what i mean they're they're people who are just inherently or many times they are outsiders they're people that move to the state you know from somewhere else to be in in, in nature and and they're just inherently because they're so not right-wing in their presentation they're just repulsive to the to the scotch-irish right-wing trump voter of west virginia so it's just this dynamic I I explain to you how this, how this played out. This you know it because you live this, in the this, same this, region, basically. This, you know? this
1: area, the geography for it is not very good for agriculture. Subsistence farming is very hard in this part of America. So you had a population of these Scots-Irish living there just barely scraping by. So if you pay them a pittance to work in your coal mine, they'll take it because to them yes. that's an improvement. And you can abuse them for 250 years. Yes. Because their other right. alternative is, is basically just starving to death pretty much.
0: Right and now the other alternative is drag queen story hour and critical race theory and and everything else it's like now the left has been so thoroughly transformed into something just nakedly anti-white anti-family anti-christian anti uh, you know it's just uh, so so yes this, this getting back to ohio it's that same dynamic where it's like, oh yeah, we we we, we hear locals, you know, we, we see through these outsiders coming in from the northeast, you know, with their fancy. It was so funny. My dad was out there talking about the water, and I was like, wow, I hear the Philly talking about water, water. <laughs> the Philly, Philadelphia has arrived to call out uh, Mike Dewine, but um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's hilarious how these people use these kind of cultural i don't even want to say prejudices it's where it comes from i think alex is i said this on uh, ftn i think it comes from the old trope of the northeast jew coming down to the south to peddle the civil rights movement you know that's where this thing came from—the outside agitator. It's like the 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 fucking communist Jew from New York comes to a southern town in Alabama or something, and he's that's, and he's that's, riling up the blacks.
1: That goes back through. That's carpet bagging.
0: Well, yeah, it does, that's, that's, that's true. That's it the goes the carpet bagger stereotype. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, no, that was big during the whole like Wallace era. Uh, that was a huge thing. Was was the, these. You know the northeast ad- communist agitators coming to the town to sort of rile up the blacks against the whites. So it's just so funny these people.
1: <clears throat> One of the interesting dynamics about West Virginia as well, the coal mining industry, is they kind of broke some of the the racial awareness by bringing in blacks and then basically forcing both groups to toil essentially as wage slaves together. It, yes. did, it did make them get along better. Probably while you have. Melungeon population in West Virginia now, but these people became less racist because everybody was getting the short end of the stick together due to what was being done to them by the coal industry, railroads, etc. And you can definitely see that woven very tightly into tapestry around where I live, like John Henry, that kind of stuff. Uh, that that is a significant cultural element.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm just
2: reading these tweets it's it's amazing this thread is like super long these people are just don't it's split between people who are like heard, i don't understand that and people who are like explaining how politics works it's it's definitely only a few people actually understand how politics works here most yeah. of them are just like I, what i don't i thought mike dewine was a racist nazi why are racist nazis protesting a racist nazi i don't get it Right. It's like well, the fact is that what ha- what's happening here is you're dumb. And uh, <laughs> no, one no, one uh, person got it. They were
1: like, uh, "Well, yeah, no, he dropped they, a bomb, they, he dropped a bomb on white people, and then the white nationalists came out protesting." Yeah, there's, what
2: a, there's a few because a lot of the a lot of people don't um, even the liberals that are like, "Okay, like I agree with them, but why would this be a white nationalist issue?" And it's like. Why do you think, you know, they, it, it doesn't occur to them? Because they well, don't. Because they understand. only
0: interpret it in terms of anti black, anti Jew, anti whatever. The, the idea of pro white is a concept that's actually like alien to them, it, that they yeah. cannot conceive of the being idea, and positively.
2: Also, the idea that white people were victims is not something right. they, they're just people. When they're victimized, they're just people. Yes. Like if, if they're sympathetic for, t- to them, they're sympathetic to people who had something bad happen to them. They don't yeah. look at race. Then the people that do look at race stop being sympathetic. Yes. And then yeah. they say things like, you voted for Trump. You deserve it. Yeah. You deserve it because Trump deregulated. And then, and then, of course, there's all the people that think they're brilliant for knowing that Trump deregulated and that, like, that should make us make a problem for us. And, like, it's just, you know, you could actually look into what we're about. if you If you're confused, you could actually look into what we're about. But, of course... Ron Filipkowski isn't going to um, tell you who we are because that's his style guide. But, but also in
0: fairness to him, he couldn't link to our
2: website now uh, if he yeah, wanted and to. If he, you know, maybe like, if he had said who we were, they would have taken down his tweet. But um, this guy is also a host uh, or guest, a frequent guest on MSNBC. So that's probably the crop mm. from whence he is drawing his audience. Right. And it's very funny. It's very funny indeed. I don't know. There's a lot more of these tweets than I thought, but yeah. There's a few people like I. This stuff annoys me. It just it actually irritates me. This just annoys me. Like how dumb these people are actually does like get under my skin. Uh, yeah. So we've already. Here's Bruce Goldberg. Bruce Goldberg is agreeing That's with the us. Funniest thing. That's yeah, Us it's it's Bruce it's Goldberg just understands politics because he's Jewish.
1: Right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Like. Um. Yeah. I kind of want to see the one. Uh, it says a white nationalist group flying a Ukrainian flag. No, you idiot. <laughs> oh, wait, this, this person's a Duganist, Pamela Dugan. So this person's a Duganist. Yeah. That's why they're mad. <laughs> F- flying a Ukrainian flag protesting their GOP governor. No, that's no, the GOP governor is flying the Ukraine flag, you idiot. Uh, so, now you've gone so, pissed off the Duganists. Probably they, something they, they see, that also but, confuses like, these libtards that Mike DeWine has a Ukraine flag outside the governor's mansion He's like it should be a Russia flag that person's world
0: view was just totally confirmed cuz they were like ah oh, see that's right. We're fighting neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Russia is fighting the neo-Nazi uprising in Ukraine. And now here's these neo-Nazis flying the Ukrainian no, flag. I you know, this, I, no, no, no.
2: These are all libtards. I think this person is I confused.
0: know, I know, I yeah. know. I'm just, I know. They're they're confused. That would be funny, though, if they had gone through those
2: gymnastics. You're not fighting neo-Nazis. Na- fighting, Russia's fighting Ashkenazis in Ukraine. <laughs> right, Ashkenazis, not, not neo-Nazis. Neo- yeah. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. It's really funny. Mike DeWine, your own fascists, the ones you support and defend are coming after you. When has that ever happened? I'm also curious, like, when has there even been an event that these people could interpret as Mike DeWine supporting fascists and neo-Nazis? When has this happened? Because he's not even a, he's like not a MAGA type guy at all. He's like a Bush type. I'm sort of curious what, it's just because he's a Republican. This is literally just light switch brain of the worst sort. And it, and it it actually annoys me. It's starting to get under my skin. It doesn't. It,
0: it, it doesn't. I just laugh at it. No, I it's mean, this funny, is so like, also,
2: like I'm also just like, God, I just lo- I actually enjoy seeing
0: them like twist in there. I, I, I like making the I, I think if we're taking no, I mean, the uh, existing it, things and and creating problems for the like creating some cognitive dissonance there then uh, with these people mission accomplished i mean that's that's about as much as i can i can hope for from from them you know is to just give them a little bit of like well, what
2: what's funny is the ones that say things and it's a minority that say things like something is wrong when i actually agree with white nationalists yes like, there's, there's a, a lot of them that say that yeah so i want to read this guy that says enough why did it specifically trigger a white nationalist group and somebody who has an anime avatar, which is probably one of our people, comes in and says, "East Palestine is ninety five percent white, which is why the government isn't giving them any aid." Right. And then someone else says, "White." And I think Alex already read this. Um, read for yourself. Although Twitter doesn't allow posting of, so our people caught on to this. So yeah, yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, it's a this is a fun thread. It goes on and on. A
1: lot of conservatives, though, they, they see that because they've they've heard uh, everybody being. <clears throat> called a white nationalist for so long. They just ignore that. They're like, oh, they're doing a protest. Oh, yeah. You're just here's, calling a white nationalist. Oh, here, someone, Excuse me
2: one second. Someone got to the bottom of it. Okay, so this guy this guy is this guy figured it all out. This guy Coral Time. He, he's got he he's this guy's a political genius. He gets it. They know they only vote Republican. So they need him to empty the seat for a new one that doesn't have this bad a reputation yet. What? Yeah. So no, this guy, this political genius is saying that we we we're we're doing some kind of Machiavellianism on behalf of uh the GOP cuz know, we know Mike DeWine's reputation is destroyed. So we're going out there to protest destroyed
1: him. by what though? <laughs> by he's he's too far as far as the white I don't understand where they're going with that are they implying like
2: we're burning him because he's his optics are bad now so we're like you know the white nationalists because the the, the train disaster right yeah so we like we're like we need oh god mike you bungled that so we the white nationalists that control the republican party must replace you with somebody else so we're doing this yeah it's really stupid
1: that that, that would imply Uh, that we're controlling the republican party to do things that are actually in the interest of white people
2: Yeah, so it's funny. You're actually getting a lot of actually as it goes. There's more and more people. It must have been at some point, like maybe some of our people caught on to this, or just more sympathetic people. Uh, there's people that are just focusing on like the um, uh, they're, they're they're focusing on the actual content of the protest rather than who we are. And this a guy that says uh, because he didn't participate in the Trump show the other day. No, that's got nothing to do with it. Somebody oh doesn't God. want to believe that we're white nationalists. Um. Anyway,
0: that's the thing. If we get on, if we get on top of these issues that are the real things that affect real white people, and that's what good white nationalists do. You're at, out there advocating for white people. It's like my attitude with this protest. This is why I didn't want to fly the NJP flag because wow. I, I I know I, think we I know, but that's fine. I, well, here, I mean, it was it was a delicate judgment call. Here was my thing with it: I don't want to do the thing that well, Tulsi Gabbard and Trump like and everyone else is doing. No, 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 no. I know content. we won't try to. I, I know, that. I know, I know. You hate that, but I'm I'm just saying this is this bad is my, content. I, this is actually a conversation I don't know if I would want to be having. Well, well, I mean, I'm just going to say <laughs> what my thinking was. My thinking is. My thinking is I don't want to do the Tulsi Gabbard and Donald Trump and and, and everybody else who's come in yeah, to just get do a now. photo op. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I know. And that's the thing. It's like it's like actually standing up for white people it speaks for itself. It speaks for itself and the word gets out. And it's it's something that The fact that no one is doing it – and again, this isn't strategizing his content. I just want – I want everybody to understand this. The fact that no one is doing it, that there are so many – actually millions of people in America who have literally no advocate anywhere in public life, not on the left or the right, the Republicans or the Democrats. It's the field is wide open there to just go in and push those issues and advocate for those people and it gets a response and, and that's it. It's that simple. Uh, and, and it, I think this is something that's
2: why they should definitely not know who we
0: are. (laughs) Well, they're going to know, they're going to know who we are. They're going to, the word will get out. The word will get out who we are.
1: Oh, the message is more important than the messenger. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it.
2: Yeah. But that is something, I mean, you could say that about literally every single thing we've ever done. Because everything we do is an important message, so then there's always going to be a reason not to do it. So we might as well just do it. That's my view. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, like if, we're said. not going to protest on trivial things. It's like – this is like saying we only fly our flag when it's a trivial issue. No. That to me no, 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 It doesn't no. make any sense. I mean that's the no, logical no. implication of what you're saying. Well, I think the flying it, the flags – flying the
0: flags to me is always when I want to do a big fu. As the NJP, like get in the face as the NJP on a specific thing. We will be flying our flags. I want to say this also. Um, I've I've kind of written off Ohio. In all fairness to Tony and his guys, and and, and I'm talking about the Tennessee guys, but Ohio is just. You, the you, best, you, I, best guys.
1: I, I have written off Ohio. Yes, I know you have. I know you have. As actually, has, I,
0: everyone has written off Ohio, I, I, I was joking about your uh, it's your, Ohio when <laughs> you drove back through because I went across the Silver Odyssey, Bridge. Uh, you know what. Let me, let me, let me, just, let me finish. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. I'm from Pennsylvania. I love Pennsylvania and I love Appalachia because this is where I've lived most of my life and I love the mountains. And once I get out of eastern Ohio and I'm in that flat zone, I'm just like, God, this is the most boring, ugly state. And I don't really know the differences really well between Ohio cities uh, like the different the the cultural political differences between Columbus and Cincinnati and you know places like Akron, but we have spent so much time there now with the njp i'm starting to get a feel for it I'm starting to get a feel for Cincinnati, the history there for what a f- fucking just government Jew thing Columbus is for these forgotten happened, towns, like these forgotten towns, like these wasteland forgotten towns in the Rust Belt, like like well, uh, Akron uh, look, and Cleveland.
1: Columbus Kleba. is built on a swamp, right? Uh, jazz Hands explained this to me. He, yes. I believe he was jazz talking about Columbus. It's about. Is built on a swamp. Uh, it's an artificial construct, and, it, and boy, does it show. Right.
0: Yes, well, and, 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 and uh, well, I'm almost done. My point is this. Uh, you talk about flying the flag. I, after this protest, Mike. I want to fuck with the Ohio GOP. I hate the Ohio GOP. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a feeling every time I go out, when I go to Ohio, when I go out, we went out to eat as this big public place. And there were so many good, like, just solid white people there. Ohio is really – there is – you talk about a swamp of corruption right there with the ohio gop and it's in after this protest i feel it's personal and we're heading into an election season and i want to i want to mess with them i want to make their i want to make the gop's lives more difficult and i want them to know it's the national justice party doing it
2: right no of course and i'll just say this like the whole ohio soul soul shitty like i get kind of tired of that because like let's be honest america sucks like, there's no state that's particularly worse than any other. No, Ohio
1: country. really sucks. No, yeah, okay. The, it's the uh, geography okay, there hold on, fucking hold on. sucks. Right. It's terrible geography. It's
2: not <laughs> the most attractive natural beauty state. I will grant you that. Okay, but, that's all. Almost- like, to, to just like, oh, everyone always, like, half of the this Norfolk Southern shit, when it first hit, like, a lot of it had devolved online in right wing spaces to, like, well, Ohio's a shitty place anyway. It's like, fuck.
0: Right.
1: Okay. Fuck. I, don't li- I don't like Telegram, so I don't see that shit
2: fuck off but i get tired of this because first of all ohio is one of our top groups okay it's one of our most well-organized groups so like i don't shit on ohio like ohio is like
1: it's because the misery of living in ohio forges them into stronger
0: well
2: this is what they said this is what they said okay i gotta
0: repeat this because it was so great we were discussing i'm discussing with the ohio guys how shitty ohio is and what Either Tony said it to me or one of his top guys said it to me, but Tony was right there when he said, he said, what you got to understand about Ohio is it is so boring and so shitty that the white people living here, we have nothing but each other. And so it's created this bond and it was a great point because I see it with them. It's like all the white people living in Ohio, uh, they have this, you know, all they have is each other. Um, But yes, I really feel personally for the first time, you know, I've been to Ohio now a number of times. We had our big meeting there, but I feel personally invested now in the outcome, the political outcomes in that state after this protest like I never have before. Uh, And I and I again, I, I want to. The the Republican Party is the big obstacle. We got to go after the Democrats too. We got to go after the left, but we go after the left by sort of doing what we just did, which is uh, occupying the space that they have abandoned on certain issues. But these Republicans have to be—they have to be held accountable. And uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun doing it. It's a lot of fun doing it because they don't expect it. They don't. They're not going to see it coming. So yeah, we're going to fly the flag, Mike. We're going to fly the flag. They're going to get to know that. You know, has the ADL declared the NJP logo a hate symbol yet? I was I was waiting for that. Oh, I yeah. thought.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, have we're they? a hate group. We're a hate group. I know we're a hate group, group so but have they, have they I think declared? That, yeah. <laughs> effectively, yes. And and like Stryker said, he was pretty sure Bill Johnson had like a flash of recognition in his eyes when he saw the NJP logo. Not that he necessarily knew exactly what it was, but these people all get Jew training. Uh, they yes. all get ADL seminar training. So he had probably at least like had like a dim memory of having seen it in some like fucking seminar. The ADL gave to these people on recognizing hate groups or whatever. Speaking of that real quick, this national day of hate shit. Um, so we had no idea when we decided to do this protest, like a couple of days after the town hall meeting, we were like, all right, might as well just go do a protest Saturday. Let's do it. Um, this was a week or so prior to this national day of hate crap coming up the adl starting to spin this up and um so that kind of took us by surprise i had seen it like a couple days a day a day before and you started mentioning it like morning up i just wasn't going to say anything because i didn't want anybody okay. that was going to get nervous and think like, Oh shit, we're going to walk into some kind of ambush. But I was like, they're not going to associate us with the day of hate. And they didn't. And, and I was like, no, because of didn't. our message, yeah. they're not going to associate us with that. And, and, uh, nor did they do it to the Atlanta guys.
1: They so, that, that fucking day of hate shit, when people saw that, they were just like, oh, stupid I'll making well, up stuff again.
2: They made it up, but they, they had a group. Like some phony as fuck, like literally fake as fuck. Anybody can see through it like Telegram group that started a few months ago with like a few hundred followers that was the ones that were like out announcing it, right? And if you go and look at this Telegram announcement by this group, you're like – yeah okay, like I wasn't fucking born yesterday. Like, come on now, right? Yep. And it was it's I, I, so. I saw, man, I,
1: I saw some of the discussions on that on those articles in the comments, and just normy Americans were like, "Yeah, that's bullshit."
2: Yeah, no, nobody bought it. <laughs> but the, th- the question was, though, why are they doing it? Because well, cause they didn't you do do solved that question, uh, you know. It's, well, it's, we actually found out. We actually found yes. out why they were doing it. So one of the things Jonathan Greenblatt said in one, or the ADL said in one of their posts is like, and it's funny because there's a FEMA tie in here. They said, "Please, uh, let me let me get the let me actually get the post the the text. Somebody on post, somebody on post, dug this up. Now they had one theory. I don't entirely they, they got it mostly right. I don't entirely agree with the theory, but I'm I'm not too like well actually, but I just think it's a little bit different. So, so this guy, so Boomer Man on post says, I did some digging. Hey, conspiratards, check out my work.' <laughs> and he says it involves FEMA and everything." <laughs> So you guys probably heard about the Day of Hate. This was discovered by an NGO group. So, of course, like this this random Fed Telegram group puts it out. We're doing Day of Hate. Everybody do stuff. And then they're like, oh, my God, we've our intelligence people picked this up in the right-wing networks. So then the ADL says, please join ADL in urging your members of Congress to fully fund the nonprofit security grant program at 360 million dollars our oh, mission, literally give us money it's a grift our mission to deliver yeah. and support grant programs that help the nation before during and after disasters in order to make the country more resilient the DHS Center, serves as a clearinghouse for information, connecting and coordinating with faith-based organizations, allowing information to be shared in both directions, informing decision-making in DHS by elevating concerns, ground, truth, and local situational awareness, while providing feedback, updates, and guidance to the faith community. Then it says, while ADL is not aware of any specific threats... We know that these groups are hoping for increased anti-Semitic flyer distributions, small protests, and graffiti. We know this is frightening. It is completely unacceptable that any faith should be targeted in this way.
0: Yeah, I like the faith stuff. So Blood did that later, that too. Is,
2: um, that when you see that, what that is, is they are trying to just grift $360 million from, actually from FEMA, funny enough. From FEMA. Yeah. From FEMA to the to the Department of Homeland Security run by the Jew, Alejandro Mayorkas, to distribute just to synagogues. And I don't even know a, if
0: I would call it a grift. It's almost like just it's a demand for tribute. It that's their way of doing the uh goodfellas fuck you pay me. It's like they put right. their hand out and they're like, Here, right here, you know, put it right here. Right. And the drop threat, it in, the implicit you know,
2: threat is like if you don't vote for this, then what you approve National Day of Hate? Yes, right. Is that exactly. what it is? Exactly. So you, so it's that's extortion. What, so you it's extortion. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. They created, so they created – so it's totally fake. They they made yes. it up. It, w- it was totally invented by probably like an intern at the ADL runs that little telegram page. Like I don't even think it was the FBI. People were like this is – I was like I think it's just ADL interns. Well, yeah. I mean, the, morning
0: the, of, that's, the, the morning of – We it, didn't know all just, this the morning uh, of. Well, I didn't know it. Yeah, A guy sent me a message about it and was like, hey, be aware. Have you seen this day of hate stuff? And I was like, whoa, what's this? And, you know, I mean, we're about to take a bunch of guys out into the street. Right. So naturally, my first concern is the guys were taken out. we're we And gay I'm up? thinking, yeah. are, yes, I'm thinking, is there going to be some kind of a gay up? And I very quickly, dad and I discussed it. And it's like, OK, you know, there's no way what we're doing today. Right. Like they picked a bad protest action for us to uh, to try to mischaracterize it as a yeah. thing. And then, yeah, so we weren't sure what they were doing. It was funny how every single article was like, well, we have received no specific threats. So, and then Jonathan Greenblatt's final thing did you see it where he was like thankfully oh, the yeah. day of hashtag day of hate came and went without incident i'm certain that casting a bright light on their plan scared the bigots and sent them back into the dark where they belong well, well the njp us. was we were out in force in it Bexley, which is a us. jewish neighborhood right in front of the governor's right. mansion but and we weren't targeting jews but it's like i it's like we came out, Jonathan. He knows. He knows we were there. Oh, he, knows he knows what we did. He knows that. He knows, he knows what we that. did. So he, he knows everything. Not
2: to link the two things. And he didn't link it because it doesn't benefit them. Yeah, well, it, it would doesn't make him help look them. Look fucking retarded. Yes, it yeah. would make them look really dumb. That's why I was like, even I, I said that in the morning. I was like, dude, they're not gonna, they're not gonna connect our shit to this, right? And, and yeah. in fact, it, it turns out that they didn't even have any plans. It used to be, right. it used to be that when Jew, Jews demanded this kind of security assistance. Um, they would actually have a rabbi go scrawl a swastika someplace. Right. Now they just put out tweets that say somebody might scrawl a swastika today. Give us $360 million. This is pulp, pulp Fiction. He robs a bank, not a pistol,
0: not a rifle, a fucking phone. <laughs> it's literally the thing of just like the telephone. He he just says, uh, he just tweets it out and robs yeah. the federal treasury. Right. You know, he's just like, I think he's there's like, a
2: day of hate. There's a day Send, of hate. And, now, bing, like the there's $350
0: things, million.
1: Dollars. That's that's why I like shows with Warren, is he. Can makes movie references
2: (laughs) you know what what another thing could be borzoi found this now i don't know if this is true or not this could be another coincidence but hey with these people i don't i don't believe in coincidence it's also the anniversary of the cave of the patriarchs massacre so i wonder if they're just doing if they're doing like a just a little subtle ironic inside joke of their own like on a day when one of ours committed a hate massacre against palestinians we're gonna call the national day of hate targeting us and steal 360 million dollars from america you know yeah. i don't know I could well be. they probably
0: think of him as a victim of hate you know those palestinians were running and
2: fleeing oh, no, he was used to so be he's, victimized he's a hero he, he wouldn't right right so right, so let himself right, right. Be victimized by hate yeah no it's right right the more jews revere that guy than you would think like I'm they sure. do privately you better fucking believe it i'm sure I'm they sure. do they've they they, they, they might. They've been caught doing it yeah oh yeah yeah they're anyway, very up
0: on the, the i mean they don't forget dates so yeah i i'm sure some somebody was aware of that and had a yeah, little it might not have been like the like, main
2: issue but it's
0: they like, may be like what day do we pick for this for this oh, yeah, uh you know hit day, hit yeah. the button
2: let's do that yes, exactly. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah so anyway that that was some bullshit they literally now boomer man was saying he thought it was having to do with um Putting like uh, spies in churches and stuff. I don't, not that's by my reading of the text. I'm not, I'm not seeing that. I think, I think it's actually simpler than that. I think they're just, I think it's just a money grab. Now, the the feds are putting spies in churches. Absolutely. But I think this, this is just Jews like pay up, Whitey. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And, and it's just, you know, the fact that these people can do this when, and, and it's the ironic that FEMA is is involved here as part of this. When oh yeah, East Palestine <laughs> has gotten like nothing. They could do with 360 million yes. in East Palestine. I think 360 million would be a good start. It a good be. start.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh, no. But so so that's another reason. It's like you know, money isn't infinite. You know, Jews need that because somebody might put a sticker someplace. In fact, right. they knew damn well nothing was going to happen. Well, I'm like okay, Greenblatt. So nothing happened. So you don't need that 360 million there, right? We don't yeah. need that. We don't need that security. What is grant. that? That
0: it's, would it's, be uh, to there's 5,000 people in East Palestine. That would be 72,000 per person. Which I think it's at a good start. Yeah, Maybe I mean, you I mean if you consider week, that, might if work. you consider yeah, if you consider medical stuff, if you consider home, what this has done to home values, what this has done to jobs, savings, that's a yeah, that's a that's a start.
2: It's, that's like, a week start, one. it's like week one. Probably it's week one. Right. We could, we could, we right. could, that could be the payment for the first week. But yeah.
0: I actually so, saw some shitlib saying online that they, that it wasn't in that Twitter thread. It was in a different one. But they were saying, yeah, and you know why they're getting all this help? Because they're white. But look at what, what happened to the people in Flint, Michigan.
2: Because they were black. They weren't getting the help the, that they're the, getting. The, it, the, it's yeah, just That's like, literally the opposite. Like your worldview is reversed. So <laughs> yes. the other thing is, it's very important to say, and then we're going to go to break after I say this. It isn't purely corporate greed thing. It isn't purely no. covering for the railroad. There is a racial element. Yes. And there is an element of malice here. There is an element of they don't yes. want to do it because the people are white. Because if Norfolk Southern had had their spill in a black community, they would have rushed all the resources that they can there. They would have. Mm-hmm. They, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be stonewalling like this. And it, partly the reason they wouldn't be is because they might want to, but the, they would be afraid- of the media response, should they? They're not actually afraid of the media response about this. Like the media response will be, is been not that. I mean, there's been criticism, but if this was a black community, dude, the level of coverage of Flint and there was another one, these things keep happening in black areas. There's another one in Mississippi. There's actually a federal disaster area in Mississippi right now over Uh, I I don't remember the name of the town. I have to look it up Uh, over another water quality issue. So there is a racial element here and it's, it's partly because there's just malice towards whites. It's partly because they know that whites have no advocates and they can be stepped on. It's a combination of all these things. It's a combination of hate for whites, lack of representatives for whites, uh, lack of advocates, and also the the uh, greedy lobbying corporate industry stuff. All of these things come together to make it so everyone's shrugging their shoulders and just waiting for it to go away. And it will go away if there's some other big thing to take its place in the headlines. And if right. people, if there aren't journalists, remember, there used to be like environmental journalists, activist journalists that would stay on these things, keep it in the news, Yes. Put pressure that way. And Jews would allow for that in their publications. Well, uh, it,
0: when you think about those people also, uh, the, the 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 subscriber model that places like the Intercept, the Intercept is the type of publication that would have covered this in the past. All right. The Intercept now, I think like a lot of like the Substack stuff, it requ- it. it it depends on a subscriber model of, of people that buy into it and just like we saw with the ACLU after Charlottesville no one wants to buy in to hear long articles you know uh, uh, sort of um, investigative journalistic pieces about why the poor Trump vote, white Trump voters of East Palestine are not getting help like the the, the shitlibs and people who subscribe to these services to these news yeah. sites don't want to read about that so it, it's like it, it would it would be like if we put big big articles on our site talking about, you know, the poor blacks somewhere getting screwed over. It may be true, and it may be something that we even would take their side on. But if we're just, like, making that our number one thing – our people who are invested in us because of white stuff yeah. are going to say, well, why, why are you talking about yeah. that? You know, I, I don't really. There's other stuff we could be talking about. Well, that's the way these people feel if you're talking about the white right. people. And these one of the problems you know?
2: with that Substack model is that a lot of times what those people want is just political gossip about people that yes. they don't like. Yeah. Like yeah. Like that's what people yeah. want to hear. They want they want some like they want some filthy expose on some politician that they don't like or something. It's fucking this whole fucking country sucks, dude but, but anyway. it keeps
0: a mass movement from from happening it keeps any kind of mass action from happening it 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 continues the the yeah the atomization and the the little tr- breakdown into tiny little groups all just like feeding their own p- people their own shit uh, that's just where we're where we're at
2: yeah anyway so we will be you're listening to TDS on the right stuff Dark Bins.